Welcome to Roma's home. Hi, Joey. So, Gab, how are we doing on this beautiful summery day at the end of October? It's it's pretty amazing. For yeah, we're, it's close to Halloween. I remember back home, whenever we would go trick or treating, we'd have to wear a a jacket under our costume or oh, over. I, it sucked. I saw, I saw some. I don't know if it was like a meme on Facebook or or something. Like it was a kid dressed as a Spider Man, and he had to, and he's like, "I loved Halloween, except when I had to, I always had to wear a coat." So he had like a Spider Man costume on, but he had his winter coat over it. So right. my no. my mother would make her; she would sew our costumes, most of them, but then she'd make them slightly bigger so we could wear our coat under, under. it, which was very smart. But uh, no, here it's I mean it's not summer every day, but. For the last few days, it's been pretty comfortable, eh? The nights are getting chilly. I mean, that's, I mean, relative. For us, it's chilly, which is good because we don't have AC, so we're definitely enjoying the, the, the coolness. But, I mean, in the morning, we went to the beach today, so we can still go to the beach. Even, I love that it's now open, and it was surprisingly busy. I guess it is the weekend. Yeah. But quite a bit of people there. Yeah, and not just tourists. There were some Italians there. I know they're Italians because they chatted with me. Were they wearing scarves, some of them? No. Probably. <laughs> That's... No, but I saw some people, actually. It's funny that you mentioned that. They were wearing just, you know, their, their swimsuit at the beach. And then they, they got up, they got dressed, they put back their fluffy jacket and their scarf. So... We, I saw people doing that. That's so funny. This is another quirk to, to know. Uh, the first one I, I mentioned, again, drafts. They're very crazy about drafts, so I, I, you can't have windows open around kids for some reason because I think everyone dies. It's <laughs> they won't get. It's the drafts. They hate drafts. And secondly, they always wear scarves like during during the season, not in the summer. That's but right. Like, That's what our friend said. They wear according to the season. Even if it's hot, if it's fall, they're gonna wear a jacket and a scarf. But didn't we just see today a commercial about a, a baby doll? Yes, it was. It was um. Uh, a doll that's sick so you have syringes and medicine and a little scar for your and, baby who's sick yeah, a little little scar for the italian baby so this is how you cure italian italian children ailments scarf it, for all we know there could be some wisdom to it i know we it's just very different we chuckle we just it's yeah we're, this is very different for us so that's right. okay so let's go back beginning of the week monday some good news finally Finally, so you actually, remember- I'll pause it. There's all there's always good news, but this is just like a good milestone, let's say. For, yeah, for sure. So you remember from last week's debacle at the uh, the uh, the Santa Marinella Commune. registration office, yeah. right? So we went back on Monday. We had all our paperwork. We had everything ready. We saw the same lady, and she recognized us. She's like, "Oh yeah, okay, come on in." And uh, we gave her everything, and she didn't even ask questions. Like, she knew that we had everything, so she just made you sign a bunch of things. We had to... <laughs> okay, I don't know if anybody would will remember this reference, will know this reference, but in Asterix and Obelix, there's a, there's one... I can't even remember. Asterix within the, within, in Rome, or I don't even know which, which 
album it is but at one point they go to rome and then they have to deal with the roman bureaucracy and then they they go go on the first fourth floor with the the blue uh, form and then they go on the fourth floor no no no, you needed the red form from the second floor and then then go down and they go back up and then they go down they just make fun of italian bureaucracy basically it's it's very similar to that except that exactly upstairs once right if you can google it i don't know how you would pronounce it in english asterix and obelix yeah that's, that's bureaucracy it's it's hilarious but imagine this just slightly more tamed but we were we had to take a number. We were called to her office, and she's like, "Okay, take this paper and go upstairs." So we had to go upstairs, file a few other papers. Uh, she's like, "Okay, now bring it back to the lady downstairs." So we went downstairs, we brought it back to the lady, and then it was done. But I just thought it was funny. It was a a funny little memory of mine. Yes, it's it's good that it was funny because it all went well. So I mean, it's done. Now we just have to wait for the carabinieri. Are they coming, or is it someone, or is it the Police. Uh, I think police. it's Carabinieri. Carabinieri. So these are what the state police or the yeah. equivalent of a state police. Right. They so when you apply for residence and everything is all right, you have all the documents, then they file it, and then they say within forty-five days, a police officer might come to your door just to check out that you really live where you say you live. But uh, they might come. They might not come. They might come the day after. They might come at the forty-fifth day. You don't know when. And uh, if they don't come, then de facto at the 46th day, you're accepted as a resident. So we're still waiting for a visit. And then and once that's done, then... Then you will be a resident. And then we can start my process and the girl's process. Car- carta di soggiorno. For right. you guys. And I, I can... I, for the most part, I think I'm good. I can get my identity card. But I think once I have my residency... Uh, just breathe. So, I, anyways, I, we're we're, yeah, we're yeah. right there. I think we're basically done. But yeah, your work is still probably the, the, not done. It's going to be a little bit probably. Hopefully, no headaches. But let's expect headaches. I think it's going to be more complicated yes, because sure. it's it's not the same process. So, I, and I asked a, a a girl here who had to go through the same thing. So she said I had to go to the post office, get a kit, which is just I guess a a form to fill out. Um, and I have to prepare a bunch of documents. I have to go back to the post office. They have to check that I have everything. Then I'll get a date for an appointment at the Questura, which is the police headquarters, I guess. So we have to go to Civitavecchia, yeah. which is a slightly bigger city close to here. And then meet with the people over there, get my carta. Well, I guess they'll like check stuff, take my fingerprints. Correct. And then after, hopefully, everything will be all right. But anyways, it's... I'm still not sure how it's going to work out. I'm still not sure if that's what we need to do or not. I guess we'll see. All in due time. I cannot stress for stuff that will happen in the future. Correct. Scripture says there's enough evil for one day to worry about Matthew 6, right? So we've gone through that. Let's let's, let's wait. One step at a time. (laughs) We'll cross that bridge. So the rest of the week was pretty okay. I was off for... What was it? The morning of Tuesday, all of Wednesday, and Friday, unexpectedly, I also stayed as well, just because on Friday they were... Rome was uh, the the um, the transit... Well, pub- public, most public, public vi- services. Most public services, they were on strike. It usually impacts the train. Sometimes it doesn't. One of my close friends was kind of saying that... Yeah, most of the time you'll be okay, but the the few times the strike impacts and like affects the train times, it's it's horrendous. So generally, the wisdom is 
just stay home if you're in Santa Maranella. Um, so I stayed home. So it was a pretty, it was, it was, a, yeah, I was definitely home quite a bit, which wasn't too, too bad. Although I do enjoy going to classes, not, not only because I'm very interested, but it's, it's like studying. So for me, it's mm-hmm. less catch up that I have to do at home. Mm-hmm. So in some ways it's, but you know, I, but I found out, you know, one thing I do like about the Angelicum, at least just my observations for being there for what to, uh, I'm going to week three, the pace is, the pace is reasonable. The expectations are, you know, it, they're reasonable as well. It's not, it's very different from how I did university or even probably how you did university. The emphasis really being on you do well if you read well, you think about these things all the time, you know, like as opposed to, okay, you got to churn paper after paper, week after week, just, mm-hmm. you know, just a churning machine, which has, it's good and bad, but I think that the, the, the Italian system works better for me because I am very interested in the material. I read about it and I think about it all the time. So for me, it's, he does. So for me, it's, it's, it's like a perfect harmony. So like, I'm, I don't like, and I, I, I agree that's a very good way to learn it. And then you go to class, you can ask questions and stuff like that. And yeah, in some ways, I think that the system in that, in that sense could be maybe abused in that you can kind of get by. Oh my gosh, know? I would totally abuse it. You know, yeah, like, you know, and, but the thing is for me, I'm trying to do this as nobly or not even nobly, just, Diligently. just, just prudently because I left my life back in Canada. I took you guys here with me. I need to do it for the right intentions, right? This isn't kind of, well, I'm just going to just quickly get a degree. You know, I don't know what I learned. And like, mm-hmm. I was just, I, I feel like a sham and I, I'm, hopefully you'd call me out if I was doing that. But so anyways, it's, I, f- I felt a little bad missing class. It wasn't as intense. I can catch up on the reading, but yeah, it was nice being home, I guess, a few, several days, a few girls. Yeah. Although it. It's good and bad. It's very good. I, I love having you around, but then I find myself much more productive when you're not home. So I think on Thursday when you went to class, that's when I, I tackled a bunch of things around the house. It's, is, it's, it's, it's good. It just needs proper balance. Well, you guys say why you're not productive. It's probably because we were like chatting. And yeah, like, we're sitting, we we're go chatting. For a walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not, it's not bad things. It's, it's, not, just... it's not like I'm like. You know, making a mess. I'm cleaning up too and stuff. Oh, no, no, and you too. help with dishes and stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> we just got. We just got to tell the audience because what, yeah, when you're here, we just enjoy our time together. I'm not gonna say, all right, uh, bye bye. I'm gonna wash the toilets. Well, you do do that. You were pretty productive. Because um, I watched the girls, I made it easier. No. I, yes, but I'm just saying I'm more productive. Oh, okay. Well, geez, I gotta go out more often. <laughs> oh. So uh, yeah, no, I, I understand. I understand. Yeah. Because it's kind of like if I'm not here, then you're not worried. Like, oh, I'm, we have to chat. Like, no, you're, you no. work. You do your work. Uh, same thing with me. Because even like, I, it's hard for even me to read. Just exactly. Because I, I need to focus. You know. So I am grateful for the train time. So I understand. I know. I would love to have some train time too. It's all good. You give me from some free time. You're a good husband. There we go. There we go. <laughs> what else? Um, well, Saturday. Well, no. Oh, no go I, talk about your thing. Yeah, I want to talk about my thing. Go. So um, last Sunday during mass, I was I was distracted, but I I think it was good distraction. I think it was um, inspiration from up above. I was just thinking about how stressed I am every single time I have to speak in Italian. I'm just so stressed because I'm not good. I'm going to mess up. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, I just realized I just have to speak. I just have to make a point to find someone and speak Italian with them. 
So when we came back from mass last week, I wrote on the Santa Marinella Facebook page if uh, there were some other moms with other young kids that were willing to uh, have a play date with me and have conversation in Italian with me and in exchange I could offer English or French and three moms replied now two moms said they can only meet meet on weekends which is a bit harder for me but I actually met on Friday with a very amazing mom she's she she seems a bit older maybe in her 40s and that's a thing that Italians do they have they tend to have kids older right right but she was the sweetest person ever her husband was there and and her uh, her husband's mom so the nonna she was there as well and she has a little girl one year old and her apartment is amazing it was huge there's a huge play area for the kids so i didn't know this lady she just invited me over and she says i speak french english and of course i can help you so i went there and the girls had a lot of fun and she was so helpful she was very patient with me everybody was like the husband the nonna they were all so friendly all so helpful and they said oh and then next time bring your husband we're going to invite you for dinner i'm looking forward to that if that happens yeah i it's it's good to have i'm i'm so grateful for our english speaking community it's so important for stability mental well just yeah stability just, yeah, right yeah, that's right but I think we do need Italian people as well for the culture, for the language. And the that whole is... time I was there, I felt super comfortable speaking Italian because I didn't oh, feel judged. Yeah. And I think I just have to do it. I just have to speak. If I don't know how to say something, I know for sure a way around. So That's some... very impressive already. I'm always impressed just pausing how well you speak. Just, But I understand it's it's still like... Just because you know it, I think there's also just that, that temperament thing. You need to be comfortable with it, practicing, and you'll feel more confident than all these other little... And you can ordering. understand. You're like that with, with Polish. You, you, that's right. I understand. So it's... But sometimes you just have to you just have to say, I'm not going to be perfect. I'm just going to speak it. And that's the only way you get comfortable with it. Freedom. Right. So I... And, just that meeting on Friday, I don't know what it did to me, but I became so much more comfortable. We went to have a cornetto and coffee this morning, a croissant oh, yeah. coffee. I just went over, I ordered, I even went to confession in Italian this morning. Yeah, that was, that was we, crazy. We were planning on going where there's an English-speaking priest, and he, he wasn't there, and then there was an Italian-speaking priest, and I'm like... Actually, I didn't. I didn't notice that. that you actually, that, that's true. You just went and did it. I just it. went. I'm like, you know what? I could probably just wing it, and I just went in and I did it. And the priest was super helpful. I think he's just come in and say, "I'm sorry, my Italian is not that great." And he's like, "It's okay." They say, "Tranquilla, tranquilla," like, like, calm down, calm down. It's in a, okay. In a very nice way, that like, which we which it's, we've learned. It's, yeah, it, it's not like a mean way. It's like, hey, calm down, buddy. Yeah, like, yeah. When you don't know, you're like, oh, like, yeah. the first time I took it, I was like, calm the heck down, like. <laughs> but no, it just means like it's okay. You're 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 good. It's okay. So it's like tranquila, tranquila. So I. I but you're right. I, I do like that you're you're you. That's awesome that you're kind of connecting with the locals here because yeah, it's. I think that is kind of the. Well, even in Houston, I think that was a little bit too. No, like I mean, we connected with a few people, but you you truly do not feel in place. Like, right. It's even in Houston. I mean, we we got to know a few of the people uh, at the church and stuff like that, and we saw them once in a while, but. It, it it always felt hard to integrate into this. Like, and I felt yep. honestly, I felt like people knew, at least when I was at work and wherever I was, if I was at Exxon headquarters or something, I felt like they knew I was like not an American or some something about Just it. Passing by, yeah. It's whatever it is. So I, I feel like I don't want, like even here, like I I want to kind of like belong in that. Sense. But you're like you're saying, like doing exactly kind of what you're doing. Yes. 
you know, we have our, our awesome community of, of support here. But now, yeah, I mean, talking just to locals here, getting to know them. So we, we feel even more, you know, known as baking as authentic lasagna, whatever. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if it does, I'm happy. That's an extra we'll bonus. We'll take it. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. So that was uh, a good. And uh, today, just to wrap up, I mean, we chatted with our old friends from from Tilsonburg. Oh, yeah. It was like we never left. They're, I don't know. It's just, oh, and their baby is hilarious. And he's, he's so good on he's so good on the uh, the FaceTime. He's just staring at it like perfectly square, and our girls are just squirming around. And yeah, he was looking, he was smiling. He just took it. He's he was hilarious. Was, he's he's Monica's age. He's really cute. He was always a very nice and calm boy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing them when we. Oh yeah, we told them we're going to be coming back. So yeah, no, looking lots of stuff to look forward to in the summer. You know, so it's it's always good to catch up with you know your old friends. Now listen to the melody Maybe it come from me And I can sing like Buddy Nelly I think it's plain to see Some people say that the great In Rome, the Synod, Amazon Synod, however it's called, it's wrapped up today. Being here for the during the month, you know, I got a few questions from uh, family, friends back home. You know, what's happening? What's what's there? And for the most part, I, I wasn't really following it too much. I mean, the synod stuff really near the end of it, you sort of get the document and and stuff. Although this one, I, I sort of followed along a little bit more. Maybe the beginning and then the end. And you know, that, and especially near the end, I think Genevieve and I were were definitely chatting about it uh, quite a bit more. You know, and um, you know, taking a, a few steps back, I think sort of the the big stuff around the synod that we you know were you know were were, were asked about, or even we we kind of observed was okay. What's what's happening with these statues? What are these statues? You know, it's it's, it's some of some folks. I think it was back last week, and I think the twenty second, twenty fourth. I can't remember what day the those quote unquote. Um, Sorry, Jimmy. Well, that? no, just to go even more back, no, if, go back. If for some reason you don't know what what statues we're talking about, oh, the, that's the, the, uh, just before the synod opened, they had a, a, a tree planting ceremony in the Vatican Garden, and uh, uh, a group of indigenous people were there, and they, it looked as if they were bowing in front of statues, and we didn't know what these statues were representing. It's just you know, uh, a pregnant woman who looked indigenous with um, huge breasts and you know just right so we 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 don't know at that point we didn't know what they were of no one really and it looked knew. like they, like these indigenous people were prostrated in front of those statues. correct so this is i mean so you know we're kind of, we'll kind of go back and forth between the just tying the whole narrative but yeah last last week those statues they were they were placed um in the chapels in uh in one of the churches near the Vatican. I don't believe it was in the Vatican. I guess St. Mary's... I can't remember the name of the church. It's kind of slipping my mind, but near it. Anyways, these statues were all taken. Uh, two, two folks robbed them, and they basically threw them into the Tiber. There's, there's videos on YouTube. Take a peek if you want to, to look at that. Um, the statues were then later recovered, and I'm not sure where they are right now, but anyways, they were recovered. And I don't know, a lot of this, this whole situation, I think me and Jim Viev were definitely reflecting it on ourselves because, you know, definitely around the world, and I, when I say around the world, I think mostly North American commentators, Canadian and uh, American, 
there is there was and I guess you weren't aware, but because I guess you didn't see the beginning part of the the whole scene with these statues. But right, I didn't. There is this huge uproar. Like again, the big the big issue of these statues and idols, or however you want to name them, is the big assumption is that these are related to uh, uh, Amazonian fertility god or, or some goddess, spe- some yeah. particular goddess, you know, uh, Pachamama, Pacamama, however you want to name it. Um, so yes, a lot of a lot of people were believing these things were legitimately with full intention brought in the uh, amazonian people were basically bowing and prostrating to their god this this uh, pachamama in the presence of the pope and the bishops and they were placed in this church um which some people have taken to be sort of um idolatry basically because you put in sort of these unknown goddess statue i'm not i'm not sure if it's equivalent to say putting a Buddha statue in a church, um, but for what? Anyway, anyway. So these these young folks, we don't we didn't see their face. We don't know who they are. They they basically took them and cast them away. They were cheered on and praised as heroes. Um, some people didn't say they were heroes because it was kind of like theft. You can leave that up to yourself. Some people say, well, no, it's not theft because it was idolatry. Um, and, and that sparked a big conversation between right. us because I think we both have we both had initial feelings that were um, opposed right correct my initial feeling was that i didn't like that they stole it i felt like it was very disrespectful and it was very because nowhere officially it said that these were idols and nowhere officially we know for sure that they were bowing to it or they were uh, that they were praying to it and that they were using it as as an idol right we we didn't know what it was for sure yeah. So if you don't know for sure, I'm like, ah, who are you to take this matter into your own hands? So that was my initial feeling. And yours, you can maybe talk about it later, but then that just sparked a conversation between us and we wanted to dig just, as much as we can into it and try I, I, to figure out what, what, what was happening. Yeah, and I, I don't think I... I'm not sure what my opinion was, actually. I don't necessarily remember. I thought it was interesting, but I, get, I think it was. it's based on the fact that are these actually idols or not i mean this this began then we just began to say okay let's let's actually think about this step by step and let's actually look at these videos of this of the ceremony and with 100 percent confidence can we see that these are the idol like there was a we had like a whole list of questions like first of all we had to prove okay was this certain that this was an idol yes or no did the people believe this to be an idol yes or no um is you know what is the significance of bringing? If this is not an idol, what is the significance of bringing you know quote unquote some people calling it artwork into a church? Are we allowed to bring any sort of thing into a church? Yes, no. Yeah, I'm. When I actually think about something, I'm very annoying like that. I go through all the because there's lots of there's this isn't just a simple. We believe it's Pachamama, therefore we have like you know the significance of this is if you assume this is yes. Okay, that this is Pachamama. You assume that this is because the Pope legitimately put this there. This is very bad. Like, like if it's actually a very true statement. So the thing is, okay, then let's. Okay, if this is if this is so obvious, then let's look at the facts that were presented before us to see if we can do this conclusively. Just like in a court of law, you know, yeah, you're 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 innocent until proven guilty, and like the evidence is, you're um, you're guilty beyond uh, reasonable reasonable doubt. doubt. So we went first thing first. We went through the the video of the garden. We it was like an hour and a half, so we kind of skimmed through sort of the. There was some beginning and end, but we watched basically the ceremony of the indigenous people, uh, representatives of everything from the Amazonian region, 
And yeah, they had the statues. Um, you know, they had it on like a blanket with other little trinkets mm-hmm. and knickknacks. The Pope, bishops, cardinals, they were kind of sitting throughout the entire thing. They were kind of far they were off. almost like spectators. Even the Pope was kind of like looking like he, some people were saying, well, he was meditating. I, we don't necessarily... We, can't even comment exactly what he was Maybe doing. Maybe he was bored. We don't know. <laughs> and then, yeah, I guess we looked at, okay, we look, okay, what are they doing? Okay. At a certain point, they did sort of bow. Um, bow, yeah, I guess is the well, right it, word. it started off by praying to someone, something, eyes raised up, uh, hands in the air. And after that, they were saying something we couldn't hear. And after that, they bowed, but it just happened that they were in a circle, and in the center of the circle were those statues. Correct. And, I mean, it, I, honestly, folks, I, I, can't, I can't look at that. And then I, be, I began to think, okay, we don't necessarily know what this means to them. Now, what they kind of said, uh, the statements given by the Vatican, which everyone says are not true, I don't know how we can even make that claim, is that... These were like uh, statues of fertility of life. and But apparently that contradicts something else that was said. So it's kind of embarrassing, but I don't think anyone really knew what the statues really were. We watched a very quick um, documentary from EWTN. And like, honestly, the way it kind of was described like this is, I think these were statues made by some artist in the Amazonian region. Mm-hmm. Someone of the member of this, of the, I think the organization Repam. is called Repam. They, I think, got these statues, some, and they kind of mentioned some like spirituality representative of this organization. They went around into the village, and I guess they were carrying these statues, and they got brought over here. To me, when I heard that narrative, I'm like, this to me just sounds like someone was just very confused about these things. Maybe to this individual, this represented Mary, and along the way, that's like what, that's what the, that's what the investigator said that people just assumed it was Our Lady of the Amazon. The, the the tribal people that that, right. that were you know right so it's just like I'm like there's far too many questions here it's like it's it's one thing what the people in the Amazonian region thought about this the people who what did they think about it the people who brought this here which we don't none of these things we really know and then it, the artist like what was his intent what was it was was this intended to be Pachamama I watched a video a YouTube video basically saying well Pachamama is represented as a dragon. And this person was tying in this into like revelation. I'm like, this is not a co- cohesive or, co- or a rep- you know, this doesn't necessarily correlate to what you're talking about. This thing, we still don't know what this statue is. I, I kind of want to wrap up just because we're kind of it's just. Anyways, we were still inconclusive until about yesterday. Unfortunately, and we're still not necessarily sure, but I think it was yesterday or two days ago. Where unfortunately, Sorry. statement from the Vatican, Pope Francis basically calling they recovered the. They, they they had him saying that they recovered the Pachamama statues from the water. So it's kind of like this whole time we were building this positive defense, like we didn't know the information. This comes out. And it was me and Vivo are like, ugh. But then uh, officially the Vatican said that, oh, he didn't mean it as the... And then he did say that it, that it was there for no idolatrous He did say that. Intentions. So, I mean, we still don't know. I think overall... Our take on it is that both sides have some a role to play in this very huge confusion. Uh, the Vatican side was probably not clear, maybe lacked a bit of prudence. And the other side, the, the critics, maybe they were very quick to judge. Bottom line for this, look at the facts yourself. Convince yourself that if this, if this, if this is legitimately true, that this Pope has done this, 
This isn't something you should just think, well, this isn't important to look at myself. Convince yourself of the facts. Go look at them yourself and make your own conclusions. Because if the people on, on one extreme are saying this is definitely true, we should all be kind of losing our minds. But the reality is it's not as clear cut. It's confusing, which is bad. But at the same time, too, I kind of want to finish up this, um, this insight from St. Augustine. on uh, This is a commentary on Matthew 7. He, uh, he kind of mentions, uh, I'll kind of, this is the, the quote, he says, I suppose the command here to be no other than we should always put the best interpretation on such actions as seem doubtful with what mind they were done, but concerning such as cannot be done with good purpose, as adulteries, blasphemes, and the like, he permits us to judge, but of indifferent actions, focus on that word, indifferent actions, which admit of being done with either good or bad purpose, it is rash to judge but especially so to condemn. Reflect on that, folks. If these, This is where me and my wife are. We, these are indifferent actions. It's, it's, and again, the frustration I think some people will think is it's indifferent. I want to act with justice and smash these things. It could be indifferent and I want to uh, uh, you know, use that indifference in order to cause confusion. None of these things are good. Indifference is not good. It's not a, it's not a good virtuous quality to be indifferent. Like you're SBS and you know we know. But at the same time, how we respond to that I think we got to really take the, the, the saint's advice here, you know, leave these judgments that are not obvious to God. So let's wrap up here because we want to quickly talk about, we, are, we introduced a new goal on our Patreon page. Um, right now we have five, five, bridge, ugh, five patrons and once we reach 10 patrons, we will add two additional mini shows. Joe will have a show. Just on like my theological, philosophical blurbs, just very intense, focused on that. And, and I will just have a quick update all in French because I've had some French family members saying, I can't listen to your show because I don't understand English. So I'll just have a, a quick little update on our lives in French. And we'll keep doing that and our goal is really you know after that maybe at say 20 patrons we'll make a website we'll do lots of little things like that but again just to add more content make it more interesting you know because it's already interesting but we want to make it more interesting so if you so, were on the fence this is the time to come on our patreon page patreon.com slash rome is home and throw us a few dollars and once we reach 10 patrons then and, we will and spread the word you know tell your tell your friends your neighbor you know someone at church like hey listen to this podcast and if you like it you can support them and support a good cause well that's right so everyone have a great blessed week god bless can't wait to talk to you again next week bye yeah.